You are listening to the Boker Broadcast, a War Machine and Hordes podcast centered on the NJSOB meta. Sit back and take a listen as we discuss fluff, the rules, or anything else that catches our attention. Special thanks to the More Than Dice Podcast Network for hosting the podcast. Hello and welcome to another... Dark Guidance. Yeah, you had to just jump right in and ruin it to begin with. You couldn't have even given me the intro. I did, because I love Dark Guidance, and I miss Dark Guidance. I have no problem with Dark Guidance. I'm currently reading over all the Australian lists. (sighs) So I had to do it. I mean, come on. We are not Dark Guidance. We are the Boker Broadcast. The but Boker we could be Bro- like Dark Guidance. No, we can't. We, we can appreciate like, Dark we Guidance. Can we can appreciate Dark it. Guidance. Right. Dark Guidance officially appreciated here today by the Boker Broadcast. I'm Seth Cohen. With me as always is... Stephen Rabideau. And... RDC. Nice to see you. Dark Guidance there. aficionado. Yes. All right, so let's jump right in with our announcements. The Dark Guidance fan cast segment, right? <laughs> It's going to be a new segment on the cast each week. Yeah. <laughs> the Dark Guidance Nostalgia uh, segment. Right, we'll right. Go, exactly. you know, maybe we'll then play little clips from this show. Something like that. Yes. That's a great idea. All right. So, on to our announcements. We've got a big announcement for gamers in this area in the Northeast. Mr. Rabideau, what is so darned exciting? Well, so we got this event coming up at Mythicos. Mm. So, on September 17th, People who have purchased the ticket, uh, they have sold out, so I'm sorry if this is the first time you're hearing it, you are out of luck. But uh, people at uh, going to this event at Mythicos will be playing in a Mark IV introductory event. Nice. And so the, the very exciting news, well, there's lots of exciting news. So first, uh, you're going to get a battle group. So one of those preview battle groups that you could have ordered through Gen Con. Uh, so like if Con. you didn't order one or they said no more orders before you could get your order in, you are going to get one at this event if you correct. bought a ticket? That's correct. Correct. I, I would mean, be one of those people. If you didn't order one or if you did order one, you know, you're going to get one there. So yeah. you, get, you get a battle group. That was me. I, I was like, I'm going to go order a battle group. And then they did that announcement that, uh, you know, they can't mm. do this anymore. Yeah. So and then we're going to play five rounds of, uh, you know, effectively battle box games. So now it remains to be seen. I assume so. It ta- it says that you're going to get uh, a fully built magnetized battle force to use. So our understanding is that it's the same one as Gen Con. Uh, okay. It could be different casters. Who knows? Who knows? Um, I'll assume it's the exact same one. Right. I would assume it's the exact same one. Uh, but yeah. So we'll we'll play five rounds, uh, and we're just gonna do initially. It'll be three rounds of just like uh, caster assassination, and then the the remaining two rounds will be based on scenarios to actually like test scenario play with them that's cool so, so uh, i just we should do a little background on um, mythicos started off as the gaming club and they currently have two locations one is in randolph new jersey the other one is in mawa this particular event is occurring at the mawa location mm-hmm. beautiful store mm-hmm. uh, i have not been to the randolph store but the mawa one is very nice they uh seem to have their uh, act together and they're very on board with uh, Privateer Press. Well, yeah, Privateer Press, from what I understand, they are supporting this event not only with the uh, battle boxes, but we're going to have people from Privateer there? That's correct. We're going to have Matt Wilson himself, as well as Doug Hamilton, there wow. to talk to. Wow. There you so, go. Talk and hang out with. So uh, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Uh, Monster Fight Club will be providing terrain, which I believe is a, is a 3D printed terrain, like, and you can buy it pre-painted, so that's pretty cool. Check that, that out online. That is pretty cool. Uh, and then Battle Foam will be also supplying some door prizes. That so is amazing. It's going to be pretty sweet. I'm very yeah. glad I'm going to get to go. Yeah. And then, you know, maybe we'll, uh, we'll ask Matt Wilson and Doug Hamilton, 
uh, if they're going to take the Boca Brawl up on their invitation to provide a, a five-person team for the Boca Brawl. That's right. Yeah. It'd be great to have a privateer press team. Yeah. We got a hard maybe the last time we asked. Right. A hard maybe. But... Uh, that would be pretty cool. Actually. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't it? I mean, uh, yeah. I feel like I feel like it'd be fun as as a comp, as, you know, as people from the company to instead of like go to do something, you just go to play. Although I, I can imagine that the prize support would not be thrilling for them. That's probably true. that's probably true. I'm sure they have access to. All, I'm sure they have a giant horde in the back. Right? No, no, no. They can just take no, whatever they want. No, they get they get prizes just for showing up. Yeah, that's they, true. They, they get, get all that me, stuff, right? Yeah, they get yeah. Me, meeting artists. The prize and for B, sure. They get pizza. They get bagels. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, so... Although, maybe we should get cream cheese this time in case they don't know what bagels are for. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. 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 Because that, that might have <laughs> happened already, which... Who knew that when you <clears throat> bring bagels over a thousand miles, you also have to bring cream cheese. Because they Otherwise, don't know what to do with the bagel. Gift. Yes. So, that is it for announcements. A very cool and exciting announcement. And, of course, we will recap that event after we all attend. Yep. Right? Yep. We're all um, making it. Terrence, I still love you. We are here actually today, the, the meat of the broadcast is going to be talking about the WTC list that got released. Now what is the WTC That set? would be the World Team Championship. It normally happens in September. This year it is happening the first week end of October. Okay. Uh, I will be there as the head judge. That's right, the yeah. head judge of the yes. WTC. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Uh, not a floor judge? But not a floor judge. I will be the head judge. There is a distinction and we're making it. I had to go over these lists ahead of time as best I could you know th- this is a non-conflict chamber world we're living in right now it's mm-hmm. also there are there are bugs in war rooms so you know I did the best I could going through all the lists so so what you're saying is it's your fault if some things are incorrect yes yes okay. it is my fault but I'll still be DQing anyone who plays with an illegal list oh, that's so, fair yeah uh, tough but fair but what I thought we would do is kind of go through lists that we thought interested us or play you know players that we, we thought were going to do something interesting with their lists uh, you know, make some speculations about what it is that they were trying to do, what they're going for. Because remember, when you're creating a team for a five-person team event, it's not the same thing as creating a list for a steamroller, mm. right? You've got five people. You need to win three matchups each right. round, right? Sometimes you need a list that can just jump on a jump on a grenade, right? You, sure. you need it to be good into lots of things, but not great into everything, right? Yeah. To, to, to take a list off 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 the off out of contention. You know, they're dropping their alpha list. I'm going to drop my grenade into it. Yeah, so we have some experience with this too, right, Seth? The, yes. the three of us, yeah, having yeah. gone to the OTC together way yep. back in 2020. March, yes. March like 3rd of yes. 2020. Yes, right before the world shut down. <laughs> right before the world shut down. We played, yeah, so I, I definitely remember having that discussion multiple times of like, okay, who's going to get thrown to the wolves this round? Right. Who, who wants to just try it and just see yeah. what happens? But, you know, the guys who really come to, to play, they don't just say, okay, who's going to just agree to lose this round? It's going to be, you know, who's got the best shot to beat this list that none of us are really prepared to beat, right? And, right. And, uh, or who who has let like you know if we if we if we play it all you know the way you might play in a tournament let's say where you're looking at your list and you're thinking okay can I you know how can I get an edge you know I'll take a 60 40 if I can get it kind of a thing right you you shift your players around so maybe you can get three 80 20s yep and two you know 30 70s although it would be very interesting to point out that there was a lot of discussion in the judge chat about the terrain and um, you know, if you pick tables, you are getting a, a leg up in picking the terrain, right? So this is the terrain I want to play on. And the WTC terrain is much more challenging than a standard steamroller, mm-hmm. uh, intentionally. Like they've designed it that way, right? Uh, so sometimes, in, in what way? well, so the terrain is bigger. Okay. Uh, it, it creates more 
They can like split the battlefield kind of. Yeah, it, it it creates more challenging battlefields. Sure. And you know things that your army does really well, it no longer does well because there are too many obstructions, or this house is too darn big, or this wall mm-hmm. goes on forever, mm-hmm. or all these kinds of things. Yeah, I, I'm halting on that because I haven't played on a WTC sure, table. Sure, I'm, just, I'm giving the descriptions yeah, that other people have heard. given me. Um, so anyway, there so there are lots of things to factor in, and it can't just be here's the list I've done with it a steamroller. I've done mm-hmm. well with it a steamroller. And the first one that caught my eye right out of the gate here uh, from Australia Blue Ringed Octopus, which I'm sure is very funny if you're Australian, is this uh, Colgrima. Uh, it's uh, whose whose list is this? This is Ian Fraser's list. It's his second list. It's Colgrima Stone Truth Winter Witch, Roombearer, a Brawler, a Mauler, an Axer, Madrak Ironhide Champion of the Creels with a Glacier King, five Whelps, Boom Howler the Destroyer. And Dunian Archon and two Northkin Shamans. That's a very interesting list to me. Uh, you know, you got your Glacier King on Madrak. You don't the Mauler, obviously. A, you know, a Power Beast with his uh, his Fury Animus. I don't remember what the Brawler's Animus does. Uh, the Axer, you know, for the Rush. I'm assuming, right? Two inches uh, for for the Rush. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. what do you guys think that list is getting done? And I don't mean that in a, in a pejorative way, right? Like I I don't really get well, all the different nuances. All right. So we, we should preface all of this, right? So we're going to talk about a few of these WTC lists, and, and we've all been looking at them and kind of finding ones that just are appealing one way or another, at least to talk about. But the one thing to, to bear in mind is every one of these lists, you have to assume, is a completely targeted list. These are, None of these lists should ever be considered uh, a generic list that a person would bring to a steamroller. I'm not saying all of them. Some of them, I'm sure, would do just fine. Mm-hmm. at a, a steamroller of some kind. But when it comes to WTC and any team event, that type of strategy goes right out the window because it's like, we need an answer for this caster. Okay, I will make that list. And, and with the pairing process, I will do the best we can to you know, to line up with that. Were, were you reading while Steve and I were just talking before? Yes. Yeah, okay, because we just said all of that. <laughs> no, but you didn't say, I didn't hear you say any of it. Well, guys, guys, I think, I think the thing is, you have to consider that well, I didn't hear you say any of sometimes it. when you put the best you know, basketball players in the world on a single team, it actually doesn't pan out very well. You know, or Please the, name me a time when that's happened. I don't know. <laughs> well, you have to think of the Olympics. I think it was the Olympics, right? It was like all the best players. I, I don't think I, I might not have been alive then. The, dream so. te- the, the first dream team yeah. was, was incredible. Well, maybe not. The not. first dream team was incredible. I'm just teasing you. Yeah. Okay. So let's go back to my initial question here. What do we think that this list is getting done? It's trolls. I have no idea. <laughs> I think that's a fair assessment. It's trolls and legion. Trolls and legion. So, I, I have no comment. So I, I mean, Kogrima is just she's got a solid feat. Right. You know, like that's I think that's that's a lot of it. her feats. The clouds, yeah. No. 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 Her clouds feet. is something she does every turn. Uh, well, we should look up what her actual feat is. Okay. Um, I want to say it's the no charging. So, Kogrima's feat is enemy models currently in Kogrima's control range lose eyeless sight, flight, and pathfinder and cannot make ranged attacks for one round. That's what it is, can't shoot. Additionally, enemy models in, in Kogrima's control range are pushed two inches directly away from, from Kogrima in the order that you choose. So, it pushes you backwards. And, your back, takes you out of threat range and no shooting. And it reduces your threats, you know, because if you lose eyeless sight, then stealth matters, you know. If you lose flight, then you can't fly over rough terrain. If you lose pathfinder, you obviously can't move through rough terrain uncontested. So, and it pushes you back. Uh, also, in the theme force, you get two snow mounds, which are, I think they provide concealment, uh, which a lot of things have prowl. 
in in the list in in uh the i don't actually know if it's in this list specifically but like that's that's part of it and they the rough terrain for models that i believe are not immune to cold or it's like models that are not trolls or something like that so like there's rough terrain on the field every time it's got five whelps in that list you know and obviously you're gonna you're gonna pop those whelps out to block charge lanes and yeah know, stop attacks and things yeah so okay. you know i think it's just a solid list like Kogrim has been solid for a long time all right so on the same team i'm going to go over to dimitri here he's got a protective menoth army he's got the harbinger i haven't seen the harbinger in, in ages i haven't seen the harbinger on the table in mm. a very long time mm -hmm. uh two indicters yeah harbinger is definitely one of those that's can tilt the battlefield so you have to consider okay what do i put into the harbinger yeah yeah, and then uh, Screwtator Potentate Severus, Fire of Salvation attached to him. Uh, Gravis, High Exemplar Gravis. Uh, and then the Choir. And then it looks like two units of Exemplar Cinerators, and ex uh, Exemplar Avengers, and Visigoth, Juvian Rovin, and the Honor Guard. So I just thought that was interesting because it, it, I'm not exactly sure what that list is getting done either. Uh, I know what the Harbinger's Feet does. Keeps everything alive. Yeah. No, it does damage. Oh yeah, it's the damage if you're if you move within you take a power fourteen, right? Oh no, but yeah, you had quite that. an experience saying, against that one time, I think. So. Yes. I'm just yeah. saying her strategy is my stuff doesn't die. Right. Um, the the power fourteen if you move towards her, not that big a deal. Um, Depending on the army, it, it does depend on the like army. Like if you have a ton of single wound infantry, that could be absolutely backbreaking. At least locally, the two things that everybody talks about when they make a list is. Anti Crucible Guard, anti Circle. So, can the Harby play into Crucible Guard? Um, if it's like the Ass Mountain type list, her feet is probably effective because you're not going to get your Carapace armor. So, your Hammer That's Boys true. are still only going to be armor 16. They're going to take up power 14. Although, is it a fire damage roll? Because if it's a fire damage roll, they're immune. And then you know what it might be. Yeah. Uh, I think it is. But... So, that's a problem. So right. that goes so, out yeah. theory. Never that mind. It's out. That was sounding really good for a minute. <laughs> yeah, I was like, dang, Arthur really knows his stuff. <laughs> but it might be fire. It might not be. It might be magic. Well, why don't, why don't we check? So looking at her feet, it says, For one round, advancing enemy models that end their movement in the Harbinger's command range closer to her than when they began suffer an unboostable power 14 fire damage roll. Yeah. Not so good. Yeah. All right. See, now, if they just changed that to magic, man, she'd be so playable right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she's dead anyway. She's dead anyway. Okay. All right. Is she dead? Yeah. Uh, Shouldn't so, just fly away? No. Uh, well, what, what is it? You would think, think that people hold on her chains. It's like a balloon. They die first. <laughs> got away. Yeah, the helium balloon got away. Well, she's dead in the sense that she's no longer on Kane. She's in her Kane. Or what, I, I can't remember. All right. So I'd like to go down to Chris Davies' list. He's in the Australia Frilled oh, Neck Lizards guy. list. Yes. So he's got two Kador lists. One is the Irisk uh, Winter Guard. It's the Irisk Iris Stalingrad. Just say Stalingrad. Stalingrad list. Yes. Oh my gosh. So he's got two units of Assault Commandos and then this two Flamethrowers in each. Okay, thanks. I'm not aware of his standard list, so let me, you know, look at it well, for a minute here. Well, welcome to Two Rifle Corps with three rockets century. each. You need to stop talking while I'm talking. And then two field crews, uh, field gun crews, a mortar crew, and then a unit of Chaos Eliminators. Yes, everybody knows this list. There are a couple of versions of this list on the, uh, you know, uh, some, one of the Canadian guys, Bart or something, be name again with a B, 
has a list like this, but he's uh, Christie has seems to have more infantry packed into this list than anybody else. Now I tried a similar list, and I'll tell you, I, I was I was clocking myself left and right. I couldn't move the list fast enough. You know, it was I, I was in my own way. I was having a I was having a heck of a time. I would love to see him play this list just so I can you know watch him maneuver. Yeah, no, that 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 would be entertaining. Like just looking at the list, you know, I I don't personally get. The four flamethrowers. I remember when they first became one point. I was definitely using three of them per unit, then sometimes two per unit. But they're a little bit hard to to get into like ideal positions because they don't assault. The rest of the unit right. does, but they don't. They don't. Mm. Um, so moving and shooting with them is sometimes a little bit clunky. Well, maybe. But I he's mean, a master. So yeah, look look at all these models. Maybe they're not assaulting at all. <laughs> no, they're you know not. They're they're uh, they're moving in there. They're making their well, tough rolls under under Iris two, and right Iris two gives yeah. them all tough rolls, right? And and um, I mean he's got two full units of commandos, and then he just has minimum units of rifle guard, which is basically fire support. And I wouldn't be surprised if the rifle corps is pretty much CRA every time. I mean I could be wrong, but you got at least two three mans I would think, and then the rockets of course. Are and on their own. as they die, they're filling up Alexia. Is that what's happening? Uh, I think that the commandos die and fill up Alexia. He also loves Alexia. Just like his favorite model in the game. Okay. But she is really good, so it's not like it's a bad one. Yeah. And then he's got. To me, the more interesting list of his was. Uh, yes, I know. Over two. I and mean, I, I, that was my it. that was my next point. Yeah, he's I, I, going I look, for it. Yeah, look at that list. The, the, so the Zerkova two list, Reaver Guard and Adjunct Victor, two Colden Lords, Alexia again. Uh, two Thamorite Advocates. I will freely admit I have no idea what that model does. Uh, two units of Outriders. So the Advocate um, basically gives um, gives her Kova uh, gives her Kova one focus. One of them will give her a focus, and the other one will give her a signs and horns. Interesting. And then uh, a min unit of Outriders, a max unit of Outriders. Uh, Ayana and Holt with Valachev Doom Reavers. And then three units of Turnians, all from the uh, the free, you know, three free units of Turnians. Yeah, so this is a list with potential a lot of assassination. I don't think he's going to play that game, but I could be wrong. Um, I have a feeling that this list is somewhat targeted towards a specific matchup. I don't know exactly what that matchup is. Um, but her, her, it, feet it will allow, her feet will allow them all to get you cast the spell. So that means all the uh, outriders will be doing a flame. Yeah. Right? So basically, what'll happen is, uh, in certain situations, you'll take your outriders. They're speed nine, mind you. You'll just run them eighteen inches, uh, and then be like, "Okay, they're done." And then you can activate Zerkova. Uh, as long as Zerkova, I believe, can get those models into her control range, she will cast. Uh, I can't think of the name of the spell, but everybody gets boosted attack rolls when they're casting a spell. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then she will pop her feet. And when she pops her feet, every magic user in the list can cast a spell out and, of activation. And those guys aren't going to outrun her feet? They, they could, which is a she. It's a little bit tricky, but the, the point is is that you keep them off to the side. Both of those units, I assume, could easily be the uh, apparition unit. So they apparition a little bit in, then they run to wherever they got to get. She maybe has to move up a little bit. She casts, um, I can't think of the name of the spell, it's killing me. And then she pops her feet, and they all cast boosted sprays. It's like uh, a cult whispers. Or yes, something that's like that. yeah, I believe that is it. Um, You've got a memory for those things; it drives me up a wall. Mm. Remember all those little details. So um, I mean, that's the game plan. That now, now that could, interestingly enough, I don't know if that's a 
because I'm not as good as Chris Davies by any stretch of the imagination. I don't know if that's like an anti. What's his name from Circle that makes the forest? Wormwood. Yes, because you know they're so fast that they. I don't care if you have a forest, right? Like I'm running 18 inches. You want to make it nine, right? Like sure. I'm still going pretty deep into that woods, and then I could see three. So that's 12 inches in, and then I and then I'm spraying. Eight. Yeah, so if you get that little apparition or something, maybe you get there. Right. Yeah. So yeah. It, it could be it could be like an anti wormwood thing. I think it's wrong. I, I think that list and a lot of lists like it are just like uh, well I, I don't really want to drop my other list and so I'm gonna drop this list where I throw the lever and we see who wins. You know, like yeah. I'm just gonna run and I'm gonna feet and we're gonna see what happens. Or yeah. like the other thing about her though that I remember when she first came out is you don't have to do that though. No. The opponent has to play as if you're going to do that Correct. every turn. But you don't actually have to. You can like have those those uh, those ponies move up. You know, they spray, they repo away, and like it's very annoying. Yeah. And I then, mean, and, but then like you have to be, you have to play so cagely because uh, unless I'm wrong, they might have crit freeze on their sprays, but she certainly has hoarfrost, which has critical they, station. They don't. Have so they don't have crit freeze. I don't believe on the spray, but they but, have. But ice, she they has. Have ice she cage. has a way of of freezing you, of of stationarying you. So like, yeah. if you're not, if it, which, you 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 know, they're already likely hitting with their boosted magic attack. The, the other. But you know, even if if they can stationary, you have to like camp focus every turn so that you can survive because they're I think like the, the outriders have winter's wind, which is, uh, range five target friendly faction model. Yeah, yeah, cloud. Just get yeah. cloud. Yeah. Okay. If the model is in range against Freezer. Yeah, so that's okay. if you end within uh, two yeah. inches yeah. of me. You can yeah, that doesn't there. necessarily help. Um, it's the, but the, yeah. the other thing is, I mean, look, he's got one unit of uh, Doom Reaver. Is there a Hermit in that list? No. No, but he has, um, he has Alexia instead. But he has a unit of Doom Reavers, and that's kind of interesting because he's got three units of Turnians. So you could oh, pro he okay. could probably play slightly aggressive with at least one unit of those Turnians to be like... They'll become the speed bump, mm -hmm. and the Doom Ravens become almost like the counter charge. But you never commit the whole unit because you still want to be able to bring them back mm -hmm. if, if possible against the, you know certain units with the other two units of Turnians mm -hmm. to keep resurrecting them or whatever. But the other thing to note, he's got you know he's got a four point damage swing here. He's got two Colden Lords, which obviously one of them has a Brittle Frost, and then he has Iana and Hulk for harm mm. with oh, Valachia. Yeah. So yeah. that means. She's friendly faction. She can harm twice. She's also going to hit reliably because she's going to have boosted uh, attack yeah. bonus on that spell. Oh, she's I guess you can Zephyr twice. twice too, which is kind of cool. She can also Zephyr twice because yeah, Valachev gets the Zephyr. It becomes so. fun at that point. Yeah. Like yeah, you activate the unit, you Zephyr. She harms something, oh, right. and then you feet. That's and dirty. She gets to harm something else. I always wanted to play her in. Um, Flame oh, fire, yeah. Because you could throw in a lot of weird spellcasters. I don't think it's as good, but like no. then you get the hermit who can run and do his hermit thing, you yeah, know, no. with the feet and stuff yeah. like that. But you don't really have a ton of spellcasters, but it, so you, you don't get the like easy like oh I'm gonna feet to win that you you can get out of the uh, the ponies. But all right, let's uh, let's keep moving. I mean we're not we're not gonna possibly 250 lists. We're not gonna yeah, get yeah, every yeah. list. So, okay, so I want to talk about I want to talk about a Falsier list. Okay. Uh, because you, my you, you loved yourself sometimes. Man, Falsier. I love Falsier, and I paired Falsier and Kalissa on my most successful Captain Con run yet. Uh, and my best trick was I would sort of hang Falsier out there and be like, "Oh, I think I can goad somebody into trying to assassinate Falsier." Falsier is very tough. Yeah. Very hard to kill. Yeah. 
and then they would go for the assassination, and then halfway through, I'd be like, uh-oh, I totally miscalculated. They're definitely going to kill Falsier. Uh, but then their dice would fail them. <laughs> so, so that was pretty much... that's. So if, if the players that... Are li- you know if those players are listening you know it's, it really was not my strategy that was my strategy was like oh I think she'll live but I was pretty much always wrong but then their dice would fail them so but so like I like Falsir though Falsir's a really good time um, but I want to talk about uh, let's see so which list was it I believe it was uh, the Belgium list the Belgium Bashi Bazooks uh, yes it was by uh, Xavier Andrians and uh, he's got a Falsir in Shadows. So that's one that never really clicked for me, but I like it. So it's uh, Falsir with a Fane Knight, two Phoenixes, three uh, Mechanics, two Void Archons, uh, Mage Hunter Assassin, uh, the Hermit, Narn, which I love. Yeah. You know, Narn is awesome. Yes. Um, and then Mage Hunter Strike Force, a full unit, and then a full unit of uh, Mage Hunter Infiltrators, and a min unit of Mage Hunter Infiltrators with Iris as an attack. I was going to say Iris 3 is in there, yeah, or Iris. Yeah, and so the infiltrators have ambush as a base rule. And so you stick Iris, and now you've been ambushing Iris. Now, this Iris is not as backbreaking necessarily as the previous versions, but she's still pretty good. Sure is. still nasty. That's four? Three. Three, sorry. Oh, yeah, the Retribution Iris. Yep. Uh, So this is just a really fun list. Like, Falsier just yo-yos back and forth. Uh, Her feat is really excellent. Her her ability to apply plus two to hit and damage uh, can really crank up most things. So, you know, things like Mage Hunter Strike Force, who are able to, who get uh, an additional die against Warjacks. You know, mm-hmm, now they're POW mm-hmm. 12. Yep. You throw in the Hermit, that makes them POW 14. Uh, let's say you can knock down a Warjack, or you're fighting like a Kador Heavy or something like that, so it's low def. Uh, and then you get a, uh, a Void Archon up next to it, so now you're effectively POW 16 against it with an extra die. Like, that's that's pretty good. You can You can wreck a lot of things with that. Uh, and then, of course, Mage Hunter Assassin is great. Yeah, so I just I just really enjoy this list. All right. It sounds like a, a list I would hate to play against, so I'm thinking it's a good list. Yeah, and it, it defensively, like most things have stealth, yeah. so it's, it's, it's pretty annoying yeah. in that sense. All right. Uh, there's a lot more retribution. Uh, we'll talk about the total numbers at the end, like the charts that show, show I it. I don't get to go. Uh, at the end. But, uh, I don't get to go. I'm in the middle of a sentence. Let me finish the sentence and I will tell you to go. Um, so, like, we'll talk about the totals later, but there was certainly much more retribution than I was expecting. Mm. Arthur, do you have a list for us? I have, like, five. We'll start with one. I'm just going to go really quick. Um, Unlikely. So, Bubba Dalton. Yeah, watch. Uh, Bubba Dalton's actually also playing Zarkova 2. Wolves a winner. Yeah, Bubba. Is that a nickname or is that a, his real name? What's his real name? Oh, I'm just I'm asking. I don't know. Canada Moose. Okay. I you don't know Bubba. I don't. Loser. His list is similar, but uh, actually I like Davy's list better. He's got three Theramite Advocates. For some reason, I have no idea why, and he doesn't have the um, the Doom Reaver Swordsman, but he does have two max units of Outriders. Uh, and then I'm going to move on, because that's all there is to say about that. It's just different, similar, okay. but different. Um, my uh, Charles Sung, a little shout-out to my uh, another Canadian here. Uh He's running Osram. He's not running my Osram, so of course I'm going to be biased against it. But on his second list, he has uh, he's got Gorton, which is cool. And kudos to him because this might be the first time he has a rover on uh, Nemo. Really? Yeah, he's got a rover on Nemo. So it, it is a shield guard. It does. Have I hate to attack. say it when 
When, Char- when Charles Sung does it, you have to take notice. You, you right? have to take notice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, it, it doesn't have dual attack, but it has point blank. So when it charges, it actually has three melee attacks. Um, other than that, it's just a range ten power. So just to throw this gun. out there before you keep moving. Yeah. So the last time I actually had a, I got to sit down and have a conversation with Charles Sung was um, uh, the Southern Ontario Open, right? The last time that they ran, and then when we were all at um, what the, the team event in uh, the OTC. Canada, the OTC. He came walking in, but he wasn't playing, right? So he came walking in, and he was, you know, glad hand and waving everybody. I'm waving. I'm trying to. I'm like, Charles, I'm over here. I'm over here. Completely ignores me. Walks away without saying a word to me. And now he's dead. And now he's coming to the WTC, and I'm the head judge. And here's what's gonna happen. Here's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna judge him so fairly, and so impartially that he's gonna be worried. Is this it? Is this it? Is this the part where he's gonna stick it to me? Is this? Nope. Nope. It's gonna be nothing but fair and impartial. But he's not gonna know that. So he's going to be a little panicked. Well, the other interesting... That's right. He doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's Surely not. If anybody's ever watched him play, oh, I don't know if you've ever watched He's the fastest player you'll ever see in your life. He knows every move he's going to make immediately. It's it's crazy. One of those guys that can say, hey, let's play a game. Hmm, yeah. beat your top of three. Good game. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, he also has, uh, interestingly enough, he's got the, um, a Vanguard on uh, Lich 4, which is another uh, not-seen Jack used in quite a long time. Mm-hmm, 10 mm-hmm. points for a light. It's heavy. Now, me personally, I would make the rover into a swabber, uh, which would save me a point. I would drop one of the drillers that he has and make that a basher, because I love bashers, which would save me a point. And uh, that would give me two points. And that Vanguard would be, I don't know, something else. But either way, I would try to work, get points. But All I'm right. not going to delve into that right now. And then there's my favorite list, uh, which... Um, is Aaron Well back to the Aussies because he's playing Ghost Fleet. Mm, My yeah. man, I picked that out he's too. He's playing Danny One Ghost, Ghost Fleet, which is something I've been saying for a little bit, and I don't know if he's the only one, but I think he was the only Ghost, Ghost Fleet I saw. There may have been one other, you know, but I think but he was the only it one. It totally, it totally works. It's like, hi, who has magic weapons? Oh, nobody. Other than well, other that's... than a couple of the uh, Wolves of Winter list that we just talked about, but very few people have. Um, well, well, actually, the magic weapons are irrelevant. I apologize. Who has got removed from play? Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. The, and no one's really playing uh, other than the Masters of War, and I don't know how much scorn there was. We'll talk but, about totals at the end. But no one's playing the Band of Brothers or whatever it's called for trolls. So uh, there's not a lot of RFP out there. Well, and that's the question. When I saw that Ghost Fleet list, my, my thought was, uh, and, and I'm not good at this, I can't look at the list and say, oh, there's a lot of this or a lot of that. But, you know, is that going to be one of those things? Holy crap, no one thought about Ghost Fleet, and... That list is going to guarantee them a win each round. Yeah, so not to temper the enthusiasm it's, it's, too much. It's going to force. I'm sorry. It's right. going to force you, my opponent, if I'm playing that list, to pick the absolute necessity of your two lists, whether it's the better list or not. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, it'll... in a team event, it's very good because you can totally dodge the RFP right. as right. best as possible, and then it's like, now what do you do? Right, yeah. so that's that's the thing. It's because um, Thamorite Archons, RFP. Thamorite Archons are and they they will though. eat that list. They well, you play in a Crucible card, so like the the strong list has it. You know, like has you, has that one. But so like the Thamorite Archon though, like eats that list. If you can't protect the leader model yeah. of of the uh, the unit, then you die. And it's like you know range fourteen, blah blah. Like you do, but you got to bear in mind the speed six and range fourteen on those rifles too. She's got two arc nodes. Killing that Thermite Archon, mm-hmm. not that hard. 
Yeah, so it's it's actually not it's not it's, it's a not that it's, hard. it's an interesting game to be sure. Yeah, and yeah. and you often see that kind of thing where like a list that was a powerhouse but then you know kind of fell off the map for whatever reason. Well, it's funny that you say that because one of the little notes I made to myself, the number of so there's an Una two with all the Scarsfell's Griffins list, mm. like eight Scarsfell's Griffins. I haven't seen that since the Mark two to Mark three change. What, what, yeah, what, what, what team is that on? Uh, I don't know. I'd have to find. Because I mean, the look to be fair harsh as this might sound some of the teams it's Australian raging something I can't oh, see no, that so that's probably a good raging question. flamingos <laughs> um, well I mean that's, this we'll, is what we talked about before with the idea of you don't necessarily just take lists that are going to win you a one you know a singles tournament right because something like that you can be like hey that, that could be a perfect list to throw on a much harder list. Because it's like, well, I've got a pretty decent assassination. Yeah, like, I'm just going like, to go for it. Like, you know? here, here's a list with, it uh, looks like, three World Wardens and three World Watchers, right? And then, I, I hold on, I'm just going to scroll through because I made, like, oh, here's a list with uh, one, two, three, four, it looks like seven Griffins. Maybe it's eight Griffins. It's it's uh, Virus, Fae Knight, Guardian, Imperatus, Griffin, 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 Griffin. <laughs> sure, yeah. Right, and then uh, then the, oh, the, here's here's a Crick's list with uh, looks like four Desecrators in Baratherum and an Inflictor. Uh, this one, this one's one of my favorites here. Uh, it, it it's got like hold on, I'm counting four, five. Is it? It's five or six Stalkers. Oh, those Stalkers, man. They, it's probably Scarlet, right? Uh, Aaron Aaron has eight or eight Stalkers. Well, let's um, talk totals. I want to talk totals. The, the, the thing I wanted to bear in mind is like. Let's let's assume you were looking at a list, and it's from, uh, and I don't want to pick on anybody. So let's assume it's from Paraguay, right? And I'm doing that on purpose because I don't even think they have a team. They, they but, don't. Okay, perfect. So their meta might be quite small, and their exposure to the game might be less than. So they could come up with a list, and you'd be like, "Oh, is that good again?" Because look, it's a WTC list. And I was like, "Well, or this is the only five people in the country that play the game." You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't. I, I wouldn't make those assumptions. Though. No, I'm not. I'm especially with especially with conf, uh, uh, not conflict chamber. What's the online? TGI. Uh, no, the online. No the, the way we all play games online. Oh, war table. Oh, war, war table. table. Now hold on. Before well, before that we go to things. before we go to totals, totals, talking about the spam list here. Here's a Grimkin list. Bump in the night. One crabbit, two crabbit, three crabbit, four crabbit, five crabbit, six crabbit, seven crabbit, eight crabbit, nine crabbit, ten crabbit, eleven crabbits. Who's the caster? Uh, that would be uh, King, King, of King of Nothing, Bump okay. of the Night. How did I know? Eight Krabbits? That's a lot of Krabbits. Eleven Krabbits. That's a lot of Krabbits. A lot of Krabbits. Yeah, okay, I'm sorry. Let's go to totals now. Let's go to totals. So, 27 card shows. So, I, I just want to do a real quick shout-out. Um, because the, with the totals, I the original, like, post of like the the totals list was done uh, as i saw by benip on uh the los war machine and hordes discord wow so i want to give him a shout out shout out to that guy i believe he's like very involved in the wtc okay so yeah anyway good on you man uh so yeah we got totals so total uh faction representation so signar there were nine protectorate there's 13 uh kador a whopping 25 cricks 19 Retribution, 28. Convergence was 7. Crucible Guard is 21. Infernals is 4. Mercenaries is 14. Trollbloods is 24. Circle is 36. Yeah. Uh, Legion, 18. Scorn, 18. Grimkin, 10. And Minions, 6. So, looking at Circle, 
What are our main casters that we're looking at for Circle? Uh, the top three casters at 16, 16, and 15, respectively, is Kruger 2, Chromac 1, and Wormwood. Not Mozart. Which is like, yeah, no Mozart. No Mozart. No Mozart. All so. my prep work on Mozart for naught. That's right. <laughs> I mean, which is just kind of interesting, right? Yeah. Like, Kruger 2, Chromac 1, Wormwood. How long have those casters been out? Yeah. Like, they have been the dominant casters in Circle pretty much forever. Kruger yeah. 2, like, since he's come out. There, but there's there's two people playing Grail. There's one person playing Tanith. I mean, it's 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 interesting for sure. A Morvana, but a Mor- two, three Morvana twos. Morvana two is another interesting one because Morvana yeah. two relies entirely on not getting RFP. Yeah. So that's another one. Yeah. Morvana one as well, but maybe a little less so. But yeah, I just think that's interesting about Circle. Yeah, the the they're heavily dominated by the just top three casters. You know, and for everyone, you know. People talk, right? They say, oh, Scorn, Scorn, such a terrible place they're in. Scorn, oh, they got left out. Scorn, Scorn, 18 people are bringing, or 18 lists? Yeah, 18 uh, players, 18 Scorn lists. That's, you know, given that you're looking at um, COC at 7, right? Minions at 6. I don't know they're doing so badly. Mm-hmm. Minions is always underrepresented. Yeah, I know. It's I was just so making a point about Scorn. Well, and there's there's a question also of, like, you could play a Minions majority list, but it's troll blood. Yeah, you know, so, and there are a couple of people that did and that. like scorn. Yeah, you know, like yeah, minions specific lists are actually yeah. There was one. Limited. There was one minion list I didn't want to really call out and talk about, but it's very similar to mine, except their goal was clearly to have the infantry be more impactful, like as opposed to having Lord uh, Azazello being your yeah. primary threat. This person wanted the rest of the army to be the primary threat, mm-hmm. and then of course Azazel is always just going to be a threat on his own. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was a very interesting list. And you have to have uh, a lot of faith in yourself and your dice. Mm. Uh, Retribution is dominated by, it looks like Kalissa and Gary 2. Gareth yeah. 2 are yeah. the, the two main ones, followed closely by Falsir. So my, uh, Falsir and then Gorshade 4 as well. So like those are the top four casts. I don't even know what Gorshade 4 does. Uh, Gorshade 4, uh, he's got Dauntless Resolve, so he's got armor. Uh, his feet, uh, he collects souls, and he, he can cast uh, hit one of his spells as a revive. Gotcha. Uh, and when you kill models during his feet, you become stationary. He's got actually a pretty good toolbox. Yeah, he's Gorshade got, 4 is very good. He's got a... Field Marshal, like Arcane bl- Vortex. He's got like a blind-type nice. spell. He's got an armor debuff spell. Yep. Yep. I was surprised by 10 Grimkinless. You, would you expect more or less? I expected less. What am I missing? Yeah, everybody does kind of hate them. Well, it says that they're bad. So, what uh, am I missing? Like, like, like. So, what? Grimkin's well, another one of those that if you don't play against them regularly, like you can, you can get caught off guard. But who's playing know? them? I don't know. I, again, so because that's a factor, right? Like, I don't know of any United States team playing them. I don't know. Right. I don't think the Aussies are playing them. I'm gonna, I'm gonna England. push back on this idea though. Like, I don't think yeah. you can just be like, oh well, it seems weird. It's probably some, you know. I, I don't no, think that's fair to no, the players. I'm not, no, yeah, don't, I don't think it's fair I'm just at saying all it's to an, the players. I'm just saying it's an, it's an influence. Maybe. Uh, you met, you own metal, local matters, and the models that you own. Sure. Right? Not, like, not everybody uh, is just going to chase the meta uh, and go out and buy, uh, you know, whatever they feel like playing that week. So sometimes you got to use the tools you have. If you're a Grimkin player, sure. then, then, then sure. that's it. You're playing so, Grimkin. So another one is, uh, another interesting breakdown is Crick's 
their their top two casters. So they, they seem to have like a, a larger spread, but they are largely left behind. The top two are Scar One and uh, Karchev Two. Karchev Two, which is really interesting to me in that Scar One is one of the oldest Crix casters, yep. and Karchev Two is the newest. Yes. You know, I'll tell you the truth. Um, I don't know what kind of experience Europe has with Karchev 2. I probably um, suck at this game because I've yet to win a game with Karchev 2. <laughs> well, but, so when we had um, uh, when we had the Liberty Brawl, yeah. there was a lot of Karchev 2 there. I feel like there was a lot of Karchev 2 there. Was there? Yeah. I just watched those Karchev 2 players. Like I watched Karchev 2 get eaten a lot. And for someone who was supposed to be so unkillable, right? And, mm-hmm. and I almost feel like Everyone was like, "Oh yeah, yeah. Look at look at all these different ways." That, like at one point, I saw three stalkers, just uh, undo Karchev two in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Was, um, stalkers hit hard. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was. Uh, I think there are a lot of tools out there. I was surprised to see that many Karchev two players. Mm. You know, Matt McWhorter is playing Karchev, and mm-hmm. he's got. Uh, he's like, not playing Scorn. No, he's he's got Karchev with two Devastators, two Juggernauts, two Marauders, and then he has a third Marauder on um, Sorcerer Zero. Obviously, that's it's for something. That's his second list. His first list is basically a copy of Conan. Conan's list. So what's the list? Uh, it's um, or what's the caster? Well, it, it's Resnick two with where's oh, the old face. Oh, okay, faith. okay. Where's the old face? And I don't wanna, I don't, I shouldn't say it's a copy of Conan. It's just I've seen Conan play it list before, so mm-hmm. or just play it. I know that they talk a lot in their friends. Um, I, I don't know. It, it's obviously a drop, especially if it's McWhorter. You know, it's it's a targeted drop. It's the second list, which means. You know, talking to some, uh, a lot of the WTC players, their second list will literally be for one caster in the whole game. Yeah. They'll be like, yep, this is for this guy. Yeah. This first list takes care of everything in the game except this guy. I need this list. So I don't know what, what the target is. And that's why, you know, you always have to take WTC lists with a grain of salt because you never know, you know, what the thinking was behind it. They're not necessarily generic lists. Um, looking at his, it looks like a typical card jump list. But then again, you know, on the flip side of the coin, you look at, uh, I think it's Aaron Well uh, in Australia. He's got four inflictors, mm-hmm. which is the uh, crit poison one. With the shield. Yes. With, 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 yeah. Yeah, with the shield. It's the, so shield it's a, it's the highest armor yeah. crits jack. Yeah. Uh, yeah, probably. And then he's using two slayers, I want to say. And he has no crab jacks, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Yeah, because usually when it comes to cricks, usually it's not seeing the crab jacks. Because you want that crit shred guy, right? Yeah, yeah, you want the crit shred guy, but he's obviously targeting more, we'll say, hordes because mm. that crit poison is a factor. When, sure. When yeah. you're rolling those, yeah. you know, three hit dice, it's like, yeah, it's only about sixteen, but crit poison, right, kind of changes That's the a math. Good point. Yeah, I think I think lists like Karchev, especially. So Karchev is a numbers game, where it it's is. just like, hey, my armor is this high. I've got this many boxes. Can you chew through it? And you can. And especially like if you play a lot of games with it, you can just start identifying like this list can't do it, so I'm just going to drop this list. So I think that's that's probably that probably is the solution to like we, you know we see a lot of Karchev too, both in Crix and Kador, and you know we but we saw him get crushed at the Liberty Brawl. Uh, it's probably because at the Liberty Brawl people are prepping for Karchev too, and so like they've got the answer, they've got the list. You know they're playing with these people all the time, so they kind of know what's going on. Sure. Versus here, where it, again it's a team format. Where you can be like, okay, you know, they threw out two lists, neither of them are a Karchev 2 answer, I'm going to throw Karchev 2 into the mix. You know, like that's... Yeah, I, I'm at the point now where I don't even know 
I like I have a list. I have six or seven heavies. I don't even know what I want to see across from me. To be like, yeah, I got this. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I like, think that's fair. Like, w- w- yeah. W- what do you look at and you're like, oh yeah, I got the upper hand in this one. I got six, seven heavies. I got two juggernauts, two destroyers. It's like, okay, yeah. two devastators, not even destroyers. It's like no guns. That's the other thing I'm noticing. There's yeah. like no guns on anything. I think it's an experience thing. You know, you just got to play a lot of games. It, it could be. I just you get more experience that way. I don't, yeah, I mean... I, I just go with my gut. Are they scorn drops? Are they anti-scorn drops? <laughs> in some weird way? Does anybody need an anti-scorn drop? I, I don't know. Oh, they're going to need it. We got some scorn on uh, some USA teams, so yes, they need it. If they don't have it, they're done. Are they anti-retribution drops in some weird way? Does retribution look at six heavies and say, oh, I have a problem? Not necessarily. I don't think so either, right? Uh, in my experience, not so much. So, but that, I'm serious. Like, who... I have no idea. By the way, how much signal is in here? I didn't... I don't remember. Did we say? Uh, we did say. Is it like zero? What, no, no. It was, I think it was nine. Yeah, nine Signar players. Uh, that's about eight more than it was. So then if we pop good. down to Signar, the majority is um, the most represented. Oh, it's, it's not. The the two the top two are fives. Uh, and is, it is Haley 2 and Striker 1. Striker 1. Striker 1 is a classic. Flames? I assume Flames. Uh, it doesn't say here, but I would assume so. Well, you would take Striker 2 for Flames, right? Uh, not necessarily. Striker two with flames was great, but they nerfed bloodbound. Yes, so bloodbound does no no longer is outside of activation. Yeah, that's true. Which means his feet doesn't do it. Vengeance doesn't do it. That was a great time though. What yeah. a great time to show sure. Striker two. Yeah, all right, uh, we haven't talked about Legion at all. Good. Yeah, so, we hate them. <laughs> yeah, Legion. Yeah. yeah, Legion holds a special place in my heart just from playing in Mark two. So. Well, uh, but Legion, uh, their top two casters are Lilith Four and Bethane Two. And so isn't Lilith, Lilith Lilith Four's Mechano Lilith? Yeah. And she's got that shtick where uh, basically you're not shield guarding anything; you're just getting yeah. targeted directly. Yeah, by her. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a spell, though. No, I think it's or a shot it's type. A... She has like, three shot types. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. What's her uh, What's her focus to? Six. Six. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. I, I've never seen. There's always five. But, you know. I've never seen uh, McKenna Lilith on the table, um, uh, so it's scary. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's you got to remember she's a uh, a riot for model. So. Right. Right. I gotcha. Yeah. Bethane so, two is this, is the Bethane two is the other one. Yeah. The other one seems yeah. to. Uh, so are those going to be mostly beastless with Bethane two? I have no idea. Oh. I've never seen Bethane two on the table. All right then. Uh, mercenaries we talked about Ostrom. Uh, Five Thexisless. That's interesting. Thexis, I think, is another one where it's like I maybe this one actually bring to a tournament, but then this one I totally know about. Oh yeah. Yes. This one I totally got. Okay. This is an anti-circle list. Okay. Mm. He has Ravager. Uh, I believe is the name of the spell where he takes over a war beast and can walk it and make an attack with it. Mm. Uh, that means your wolf stalker uh, doesn't get to hide so well. When I have every one of my beasts as an arc node, mm. uh, or monstrosities, or whatever you want to call them, uh, and you'll find that probably most of these Texas lists also have the subduer um, for the little drag, because mm-hmm. now you only have to hit. Although, to be fair with the subduer, you always only had to hit. Mm-hmm. It was never on damage for the subduer. But it has a ton of uh, manipulation. So you think you're safe, you're not remotely close to safe. Right. I'm going to use this Warp Wolf. I'm going to hit that Warp Wolf. I'm going to use this Warp Wolf. I'm going to go over there and kill... Um, what's his name? Who's not the tree. The other one. 
What's his name who's not Cassius. the tree? Cassius, yeah. I'm going to kill Cassius. <laughs> uh, there's all types of games yeah. that you can play. Um, so, Fexus is a very techy choice. Now, you said there's six of them? Five. Five of them. So, that's a little bit surprising because um, I would not have thought five people came up with this. I don't know if people talked and they started sharing. Uh, I'd be very interested to know what five teams have the Fexus. Yeah. Yeah, I guess we'll see. All right. Uh, anything else from the numbers totals that we want to talk about? I don't think so. Well, I think given the number of Karchev 2s out there, that was ridiculous. Uh, we should probably talk about his feet because there was a little bit of uh, uh, controversy, for lack of a better word, right? And yes. then we can, we can call that our judge's corner. Yeah, because it's worth it, Paulie. Unfortunately, everybody missed the, the big back and forth that Rabdu and I had. Yeah, we really had our judge's corner in the pre-ramble. We should have been yeah, recording. I totally won that argument. Uh, except you were wrong. Yes. Okay, good. Okay. So <laughs> You can win arguments and be wrong. Yeah. No disagreement there. All right. All right. So Karchev 2's feet. While in Karchev and Deathjack's control range, this model and models in its battle group are speed 8. When an affected model ends its normal movement in melee with one or more enemy models, the affected model gains one focus point to the slaughter, lasts for one so what's up with that? There's a problem. What's the controversy? So the controversy. Well, the question becomes: If my Jack in my battle group uh, is outside of the control range, does it get that focus point? Okay, so if it starts in and then leaves, right? Does it get the focus point? And there is some uh, uh, vigorous discussion, right, on the forum about it back and forth. But I can jump ahead and tell you what the ruling. Is it okay if I read the feet? Please read the feet. Can you read it out loud so we're not wasting airtime? Yeah, yeah. Just be no, 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 no. I, I, I can read it out loud. Okay. Right. Not a problem. Because I think you missed out on what I'm going to call a key detail. While in Karchev and Deathjack's control range, comma, this model and models in its battle group are speed 8, period. So, while in the 16-inch control range of that model, models in the battle group are speed 8. New sentence. When an affected model, that means a model who's been affected by the feet, ends its normal movement in melee with one or more enemy models, the affected model gains a focus point. Period. And to the slow to less for one turn. So, so what, do you, what do you think needs to happen then? Well, so, okay, wait, wait, wait. So, so here's the ambiguity, right? Is that Arthur made a clever move right there in that he inserted his own meaning into a particular word. Really? Because there is ambiguity, yes. Oh, totally. So, so uh, you said meaning... A model that has been affected by his feet. That the word affected is implying, oh, it has been at all affected by That's the right. feet. It could also mean is currently affected by the feet. Sure, but like that's the this is the, the problem. The problem is the word. which means the nope. current. Like if it's currently affected, that would mean that uh, you have to be in the control range to get that extra focus. If it's has been affected ever, you know, within the game, then that would mean. It would be outside. Now, of course, has been affected ever is dumb because that would imply that it would go, you know, multiple turns. It would keep happening. Like, what? Like, you know, it doesn't make any sense. See, see people, people are saying that the first sentence, which is while, while in his control range, models in the battle group of speed eight, mm-hmm. is like a pulse. When it's not, actually, because it says while within. Oh, it's definitely an aura. So it's definitely an aura. I mean, one of us is treating it like a pulse. <laughs> well, I'm not. In a weird way. All right, what's important but to... What I'm saying is... but no, no. Shut up, Seth. Yeah, <laughs> shut up, Seth. Um, Arthur and I are arguing. While in his well, control nice change. range... Well, it's a nice change. Arthur. The, 
The models in the battle group are speed eight, while within his control range. Correct. Okay, great. When an affected model, so now it's in his control range, it's an affected model. It's in his control range, it's an affected model. That well, is we correct. Agree on that. We, we agree 100% yeah. okay. right there. When it ends its normal movement in melee range with one or more enemy models, the affected model, which we already know it's been affected, Oh, okay. Gains Hang on. Oh, th- you no. changed it right there. Just changed you it. Did, right there. You did yeah. the twist. No, because I you said because you said okay. It's it's you know affected means you are in the control range. Because it was then it, it should be worded while the warjack remains or while while within the it, or it should just be kind of one sentence. Uh, models in the battle while in this model's control range, models in its battle group gain speed eight and gain one focus point when they end their movement in melee. It should be one continuous sentence, and it's not. It's two separate sentences. And to me, that is the biggest distinction here. If it was one complete sentence, then you're right, because then the whole premise relies on while within his control range, which is absolutely an aura, and you have to be within his control range in order to have any effect. So making it two separate sentences, they've allowed you to leave his aura and gain the focus. So I think the problem with that logic, though, is that if you are drawing, if you're putting up this wall between the two sentences, then the word affected in the sen- in the second sentence has no meaning because you rely on the first sentence to have like to define to, to what affected means well, right so you have to look at the previous sentence well, no, you you've been affected you're you're right in the sense that it's past tense because you've already been that, affected no we're this, not this, past tense all right we're not now past in a tense. circle we're now it's, in a circle it's an ambiguous word but it's not it's not well, necessarily is, past so then we both agree i think we could both safely agree that this feed is worded poorly. Okay. I, I agree that, uh, like, my, my main takeaway from this kind of thing... might be a strong word. Well, okay. It could be worded better. Well, the How important thing is, what is the actual, like, ruling? Because then we can decide, is it worded poorly or not? Okay, well, before I read the ruling, I want to bring up a point that you brought up earlier before Me, we were Steven. recording. Yes, yeah. you, Stephen, that we brought up earlier before we were recording. The terms pulse and aura are not in the rule book. They are the player's descriptions of how the rules affect models on the table. Right. Right? So, <laughs> Right, so no, it, it, it's an it's an important point to make because we say, hey, we need more clarification. Hey, this isn't really clear. They haven't put those terms in the rule book yet, mm-hmm. right? So, and and when we look at a form, we look at someone who's making a ruling. They're just using relative descriptive terms that we would all understand. Sure. So, with that in mind, Bulldog ruled on this in July. The and this is what Bulldog wrote: the first part of the feat, the part affecting the speed, is a pulse. The second part of the feat, the part of gaining focus, the affected models need to remain in the area, thus making that part an aura. Right. He's completely backwards based on the wording of it. it regardless of whether he's right or he's wrong, he's right because well, he's the, an the, inferno and he yeah, wrote it. But he's actually wrong because the first word is like, the first couple of words are while within. His control okay, range. but now we're, well, so let's, let's, let's make pulse. sure. Let's make sure that those are the exact words because oh, I want to I come back and let's let's double check that. I would rather not argue why the person who's allowed to make the final rules is wrong. They made well, the no, final. Okay. I mean, look, it I mean, is. So this is important we, though we to all, make a distinction. All, we're all wrong on occasion. Even I have been known to make the occasional mistake. Right now, I have not seen well, that happen in the last hour. It's that, well, are you on his side now, Seth? <laughs> I mean, the first word is while, and the second word is in. While in. Yeah. Which is clearly not a pulse. Yeah. But he's ruling it as a pulse. Which then, by the way, gives more weight to what I was saying that the affected model has already been affected because it's a pulse. I think so he's actually proving my, my argument. I think but he's just 
ruling the total wrong way. Well, I think so. I think what he's saying though is like correct in practice, right? Like it's incorrect in like description, right? Because it says while in you know like, you are remember, speed eight. Pulse what aura, happens not rules? Leave? You go back to speed six. How do you resolve that? Or speed four? Uh, that, like actually, that's the thing. Make, right? I would, uh, hang on. No, that's a great point. I would make that argument. So let's assume his control area is sixteen inches, and I have a model on the fifteen and a half inch line. Yeah. Okay. I feet. And I say, okay, this model speed eight. This model wants to trample through that forest. Doesn't have pathfinder. Mm -hmm. You should make the argument to me that uh, as soon as you leave that, you're back to speed four, because you're not while in. So here's the thing, though. I I did just say that, but I believe that the the correct interpretation is uh, when you actually move, right? You when you make a full advance, when you charge, when you run. That's you determine when, the movement that's before when the you actually that's move, when the right? movement if you look at the timing chart that's when the movement yeah, okay. so like so you would say okay i'm going to my speed right now is you know 8 so i'm going to charge so my total movement allowed is 11 inches sure uh, so then you move 11 so it doesn't matter if your speed changes afterwards so i did bring that up but it doesn't matter okay but uh, I don't, I don't but you're right i mean so like i i, I do think that Clarity is better than brevity in a lot of these cases. Like, it would not hurt to say, you know, while in, you know, speed A, whatever. You know, hang on. Uh, and then, when an affected model ends its normal movement in melee with one or more models and in Karchev's control range. Like, instead of saying while, you know, also affected, you know which what? is kind of a summary we're thing. Kind of, we're, you know? we're kind of missing something here, actually. Most of the things in this game that are an aura don't say while in, they say while within. Mm. This is distinctly different. This is while in. Mm -hmm. Every other feed I know of, the special ones that are in aura, mm -hmm. are while within. So yeah, that's true. So look, we can have the discussion. I don't. About... I, I think the word while has to go. I, the word while has got to go in Karchev and Death Jags. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it should. It, it's got to change different. Yeah. So Model, models in Karchev and Death, Death Jags control range. Yeah. Are speedy. I, I think yeah, that that's kind of how it should. I think that makes a lot of sense. I think. Yeah. I think. Um, I think, you know, Bulldog has the resolution here in that it functions the way that some people think it should function. Well, but when an Infernal makes a ruling, it, it functions the way Privateer has decided it's going to function. Right, so sure. what, what, how does it function? Let's just summarize. So how it functions is when Karchev uh, 2 or Kar Deathchev, whatever you want to call, call this model. Karchev 2, let's be clear. Let's be clear, Seth. Karchev We're talking about pops clarity his, right pops his feet. Him... Or her, or it, and the models no, in its, it's battle group. Okay, the it's models in its battle group are speed eight. Right. That's mm -hmm. so that yeah. So they're saying speed eight's a pulse, and then you have to remain eight. within his sixteen-inch bubble. In so order to if any, if Karchev or any models in its battle group end its movement, right? Yeah. Well, within melee range of another model, enemy model, enemy mm -hmm. model, it's going to gain a focus point. Yep. Yep. That's how it works. That's how it works. Pretty straightforward. So let's 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 uh, recap a little bit also on the pulse versus aura, right? Because like like Seth said, that's not a rule that's in you know those aren't terms that are used in the rules. Those are terms that we as players have assigned to certain yeah. effects. Yeah, yeah. So to summarize, a pulse is something where uh, it happens once and then it affects a you know the, the effect. A, a pebble, a, pe a pebble in the water, right? You, you you drop a pebble in the water, it makes a wave. That wave hits everything. Right. So uh, it makes a ripple. So a pulse is a ripple, right? The, the, the warcaster does their whatever the action is or the model does whatever the action is, and it ripples out and touches whatever it needs to touch. 
and then it's effective. That's the pulse. Okay. That now, doesn't make any sense to me, but maybe it'll make sense to other people. Well, you know, right, so maybe you should go outside every once in a while. A pulse okay. a puddle of water. I don't think that'll help, but okay. <laughs> Look at a puddle of water. At so, the time of using the ability, correct. you measure range and everything affected is affected for the entirety of the duration listed on the spell or ability. So it could be a turn, right. it could be round. Right. So it would be something that says, like, you know, models currently in the control range gain plus three armor. Yeah, like you awesome. Know. Yeah. Hey, what does Osram's feet? What does what does Osram's feet say? Good old Osram. Friendly Rulig models units currently in Osram's control range gain plus three armor, plus three speed, and pathfinder. Period. Perfect plan. Uh, lasts for one round. So right. In this case, it's like again currently in his uh, control right. range. So obviously, it's not going to affect the things beyond his control range. Yep. You get plus three speed and plus three armor for one round. Exactly. Done. Yeah. So it's a. Uh, yeah, so currently is usually the marker for a pulse. Yeah. Because it happens, you measure now, and it happens now, and then whatever effect it has, you know, typically will 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 continue beyond. So, like, in this case, yeah, it continues beyond the one second that it happens, right? Sure. Um, and then a, uh, an aura is something where it says, while within. Yes. Is typically the marking phrase. So it'll say, while within this person's the control range. The shade of the tree. The aura is the shade of the tree. The tree he has, has to shade. Come up with these analogies. I don't think he's been outside. <laughs> You've never been under a shady tree and see where the shade ends and the sun begins. So for everything folks, in the okay, shade. Okay, how is, is that also not like a pulse where it's like, well, I'm in the shade now, I'm out of the shade. Blah, blah, blah. So for that folks who don't sense. know, um, and everybody should know, Seth often posts these remarkable, cute stories of his adventures in kindergarten because he is a um, principal at a well, school. We'll leave it at that. He's more than that, but that's fine. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> Unfortunately, when adults spend too much time around kindergartners, they come up with shit like this. The shade of a tree and the ripple of a pebble in a pond. So, just, you know, bear with me. So, it's okay. anyway. He's going to be on Medicaid soon anyway. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so, like, an aura is like the shade of a tree. And that's to say... Don't patronize me. <laughs> that's to say... Well, while you're we in this... that was a really good Seth, example, Seth. Seth, while you're within this there. room, I am going to patronize you. <laughs> There's an aura of patronization in this room right now, emanating from myself. So, now tricks... This is great to see Steve Savage. Now, now tricks will be, you know, with an aura, if you can move the aura around somehow, that will change the effect. So, for example, if Seth moves out of the room, I will no longer be patronizing. Or if I move out of the room, I will no longer be patronizing, right? So, like, so if you have if you have something that has like a plus, uh, like if you have a plus five armor aura, or if you have a plus three armor aura, but then you can pull a model out of control range, no more armor. You know, like the aura effect is something like that. So, oftentimes you might find like the, that auras like are more powerful. like the corpse caught in Grim Cannon, or whatever it's called. I call it a corpse. Right, it has an aura of plus two armor. Correct. So it's not you don't you don't measure it when it happens. Or the stone, or just when it happens, or the stone and trolls. That's right. So like if you can pull a model out, or if you can move that model, or if you can kill that model, the aura goes away. Oh really? Yeah, you kill the model, no more. Chop aura. down the tree. Where's the shade? Right. <laughs> Was that the cherry tree of Washington, or is that any tree? Or? I have a podcast, they said. It would be fun, they said. Not that much work, they said. These were all lies spoken to me. All right, are we done now with the judge's corner, and are you done now with the judge? <laughs> I'm done with the judge's corner. I'm done with the judge. 
I'm not done with the judging, though. <laughs> I'm so excited to see Steve like this. I don't know what was in his Cheerios this morning, but I think it's great. All right. So. I had scrunchy marshmallow dreams, not Cheerios. Okay. I don't, That's I don't the know. off-brand uh, Lucky Char. Oh, is it? <laughs> scrunchy marshmallow dreams. The all right. All right. So uh, the next time we are going to podcast is going to be after the event at Mythicos. Okay. Um, yep. A couple weeks. Yeah. And, a couple oh, weeks. There's a, there's a tournament coming up at Portal this Portal. Weekend. Portal yeah, has so a tournament on, on, uh, on, on September, September 10th. 10th. Yep. So I'll, uh, expect another podcast from us after the 17th. After that, it's going to slow down a bit because we're going to try to get one in before the WTC. But he's got his principal job. Yeah, and then you know maybe after, and then of course we're we're all about broker brawl. So right, um, but we will do the very very best that we can. I think we should also have a contest where the winner will get a uh, exact copy of the restraining order issued against me from Matt Wilson <laughs> <laughs> to be issued right? after next week. Right? Yeah, 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 of course. <laughs> we can fill it out now, but hand it to him when he's there. <laughs> yeah, it's just sign yeah, just sign this. Trust us. Uh, closing thoughts, please, Mr. Rabideau. Uh, come to the Boker Brawl. So List Lock is going to be October 10th for right. the team. So team captains, make sure you get your teammates to sign up and start submitting lists. Now, of course, Conflict Chamber uh, is down, so we're going to have to submit lists in the same, the same way that we did last year, which is going to be uh, pretty much via email. So yeah. email it to us. We're gonna, think about that. We're going we're gonna to try to format it the same way. Please, in the email, we are just going to cut and paste it to a new Excel document. All right, closing thoughts there? I going forward would like to see lists for the WTC not published at all. Okay. So that when, because what, what's happening now is all the players who have the most amount of time are just grinding up matchups to go up against every list that's currently submitted for the WTC so that they learn the matchup. And to me, that gives a, an unfair advantage to people who, and I shouldn't use the word unfair advantage, but it gives an advantage to people who are just going to sit in front of their computer 24-7 and grind out games. Whereas I'd love to see people's cold take, like, oh, you're playing that? Damn it, I might not be prepared. Or maybe I'm not as great a player as I think I am because I didn't get to play 45 games of this matchup with my friends. Interesting, right. yeah. Uh, would it, be fun. Yeah, that's be very fun. interesting. Uh, a closing thought is a thought, not a whole new topic, but that's okay. Still, no, no, that's my good. thought. That's, right. that's a thought. Where where are we going to be podcasting from next week or whenever? whenever oh, I actually have reservations. Uh, we are going to be in the bowling alley from the movie Kingpin. Oh. I don't know if you remember that. Woody Harrelson. No. He had the wooden hand. But. Yes. It was a rubber hand. Whatever. Wood, rub, what's the difference? Big I hear it's going to be part there. of the movie. Yes, no, but we are going to be there. All right, excellent. Okay, so uh, this is Seth Cohen saying Good players do not blame the dice, great players know when the dice are to